And there we go. Episode six of the 808s and bars podcast. Very conveniently titled episode six um, because we will be reviewing the new Drake album. And we have <laughs> we have a first uh, on, on the pod. As you can hear that that snickering in the background is our first guest on the podcast. Um, JJ Demon is that is that that's your rap name, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have JJ Demon, rapper, uh, Twitter leftist slash uh, po avid podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I hope to ascend to one of those titles. <laughs> um, How about Drake apologist? Is is what you called yourself the other day? I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how loyal well, you are think, to Drake by the end I of this by, episode. By the end of this episode, that is what people will be calling me. Oh my God! Okay, well, <laughs> have you been have have you been have you been gifted an OVO jacket already? Like, is that? <laughs> no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm like one. Of, I'm like one of the Elon Musk guys. That's like the, let's say Elon Musk replier because they think he's gonna like send them a million dollars. So they act like his like they act like his coffin to rescue those kids was a good idea. That's me, but for Drake though, for like. Yeah, uh, you're an industry plant uh, hired by OVO. <laughs> if the, the check hasn't cleared yet, um, but <laughs> well, I'll let I'll let you finish setting it up. But I, but I, uh, I, I don't think I'm an apologist. I think I'd cut him more slack than a lot of other a lot of these other dudes. It's funny to me because I've listened to your music before, and actually, your your shit's really dope. And and your your Thanks. stuff your your stuff to me sounds very different than Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, complete opposite. I mean, well, pe most people think when they talk to me from a perspective of they're talking to me, they know me through my music. They normally would think that I would hate that sort of thing, and a lot right. of times are surprised that I don't. Okay, so, well, that, that's something that I think that's like that with, that's like me with Future and Young Thug. People are like you listen to Future and Young Thug. I'm like, uh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have you have a pulse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Young Thug is my favorite rapper of all time. Oh, so, wow. So like, okay, we, we will get along. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Thug too, but I, I I don't know if I would go favorite rapper of all time. But absolutely, we are we are Young Thug diehards for sure. Um, mm -hmm. so. We are going to talk about Drake's album, Scorpion, which is uh, his fifth studio album, even though it seems like he's had fucking 19. Is um, it really his fifth? It's only his fifth because he didn't call, if you're reading this, it's too late, or more life albums. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got it on a technicality. A, I, I was taken yeah, back it's by a, that. It, it's some bullshit. It's a, a playlist, even though he's uh, on yeah. every song. <laughs> <Like> and, <laughs> Like to be honest, if you're reading this too late, can't be no mixtape because you selling that shit for like fourteen dollars, bro. Like that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not only was he, not only was he selling it, but it's arguably his best album. And yeah, I think it's yeah. his best album. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so too. And 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 the funny part about that was I remember when that album came out. He he mentions on this album, Scorpion, that he's going to be out of his deal. A lot of people thought that if you're reading this too late was a throwaway album. Because he was trying to get out of his contract with Young Money, but uh, you know right. now here we are, uh, almost four, what four projects later, he's released at least a solo album uh, every year uh, since 
2015 uh, with views the following year in 2016. He had the collaboration project, What a Time to Be Alive, with uh, Future in 2015. And then it, last year, he released the playlist slash, really, let's call it what it is. It was an album, More Life, um, all of which are very, very long. <laughs> it was a double album. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's released like what four double albums at this point. A right. lot of people criticize Scorpion for for its length, but I was talking to Jason before the podcast. This is Drake's fourth album that is over an hour and twenty minutes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, it was his first. This was the first time he was honest about the fact that it was a double album. Basically, <laughs> I mean, you could have said that about Views or uh, More, More Life. Life. Yeah, and even yeah. Take Care is like an. I believe it's an hour and twenty-one minutes. So you have a guy who has a tendency to, and and that's been one of the largest criticisms throughout his career is that he, you know, he tends to drag out albums a little bit long. Now. I think what we're going to try to focus on here is the music that's actually on it. Obviously, the length of the album 100% does, you know, surround, uh, you know, our opinions of it. But um, I think we're going to start off with with JJ, uh, since you are the guest. First off, what were your thoughts originally on the album? And now that you've had some time to, to listen to it a lot, uh, what do you think of it overall? Um. Well, I think kind of Drake does something where he's able to get away with, I think the last three albums, he's been able to get away with putting out, he's just throwing everything at the wall and <laughs> a, a few things are sticking, but the things that sick are so strong. There's so much compelling music on this album, despite its length, which I think like maybe views, views out of the last three, we'll just take the last three as as like, this is, this is the, the current Drake um making these long ass albums kind of throw in and see what it sticks i think that views was the one that had the least meat on it um more life probably had the most meat on it like yeah, yeah i agree and then and then this one's right in the middle now i personally like this more than i liked more life i just think objectively more life i can kind of take a step back and go that's a better album if we're calling these albums i <laughs> like this album more uh, there's more for me on here um I'm happy. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I think, um, well, I never really bang too hard with when he tries to do like the world music type stuff. It's right. never been my thing. When other people did it and it's not, you know, nothing against it, just personally not my thing. I think that the hip hop, the first half of this album, which he unabashedly does the first half is the hip hop. The second half is the R&B or quote unquote. However, when you want to use the genre words. Um I think that the hip hop songs on this are are some of his best since if you're reading this. Okay. Um, I think it opens really strong. Like survival is a really strong way to open it up. And I know we're probably going to go track for track at some point, but he, it just opens really strong with that three, like four gut punch really of survival, nonstop elevating emotionless and with ending with emotionless where he finally addresses the, the push a T thing. And he does so in a way, and we're going to get to later but me, me and uh, and Trill have both talked about this. We're gonna get to later how he's essentially the best liar in the game, Drake. <laughs> um, but I think that, like he, and even though that we know he's a he's a great liar, he can still dupe even me on a song like Emotionless. When I first heard that line of uh uh, uh I wasn't hiding the uh, my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. When I first heard that, I almost cried, <laughs> literally. 
because we're so wrapped up in the Drake mythos. We're so wrapped up in the, in the Pusha T beef. We're so involved in that. We're waiting for him to address it. That's the first time he addresses it. The beat's soul full of shit. Could have been an old Kanye beat, <laughs> honestly. That was actually, it's funny you bring that up because that was something that I wrote in my notes. I said, it sounded like an old Kanye beat, but he's right. addressing he's addressing this beef that he has with Pusha. And let's be honest, it has crossover into Kanye as well. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah. Which I, which I definitely I'm, think I'm was intentional. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm here for it. Like, but uh um yeah, so this album was really strong for me. So the first time through listening to the the rap half, um I loved the rap half. The R&B half was, eh, this is it's Drake. He's doing an R&B thing. The more that I listened to it, and, and and you pushed me to listen to it more than because when I was like, hey, I'm ready to do this. And you're like, oh, I haven't listened to it nearly enough. I realized I probably hadn't either. <laughs> so I went I went back and listened to it again. And and side B starts out with another like five song, four song punch with a uh, peak summer games and jaded nice for what right off the gate. Like it's so he's he's very good. Drake is good. I think I think we could. I think for we me, can agree. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I me, think most of the world would agree. Yeah. <laughs> for me, Dix Two is, I mean, yeah, Side B I think is really good. And this is what this is what's interesting to me is that JJ, you saying that you really like Side One. I know Jason really likes Side Two. Jason, what did you like about Side Two? I think that so my central issue with Drake has always been this. I think he's a Jay Z stan who also liked Aaliyah. So although he does RP. <laughs> I think he would much rather consider himself as an MC. I really do. Right. And I don't think he's a compelling MC at all. And I think that's his issue. So Dix one, I don't really want to hear hip hop raps by him. I don't think he can I don't I, I think that his and it's not that I think his bars aren't are bad. I think his bars are fine. I just don't think he's a charismatic rapper at all. And but that I, is so interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, but I but, and it's unpopular because you hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I want Drake to rap. I don't like this. I don't like when he sings." I actually think it's the complete opposite. I think he's a very good R and B singer. I think if he was, I think if he was content to be Usher, he'd be. I mean, I think he'd make great albums. But I think right. that I think that he wants to satisfy that. You no, know, he wants to satisfy the MC in him, and I just don't think he has it like that. But Dix 2 has, has some really great stuff, man. Like, After Dark is amazing. Ty Dolla Sign's the real MVP. Um, yeah. You we, said, we're like, we constantly talk about Ty Dolla Sign. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, we, I think Ty Dolla Sign's the sixth man of the year. So yeah. <laughs> That's a great. I mean, yeah. I mean he, yeah. Is, yeah, he is he is Jamal Crawford, except he's hitting even more shots. Like, he's, I, he never misses. He never yeah, misses. He, Ty Dolla Sign's is incredible. He seems to be the he uh, the, he's getting picked up a lot to do exactly. uh, to, to round out the to round out the edges of people's people's he's shit. A relief, he's a relief <laughs> pitcher. Like you need you need to finish this thing up. You call Ty Dolla Sign, and, right. and his own shit is really good too. I mean, yeah, his own his his own shit's very good. It's not like I'm not he, I'm not that familiar with it. He did that. Oh, yeah? thing, he did a thing. The last thing he released, I think, his full album was it Beach it House. Wasn't? Okay, that was the last thing. Well, he was, did. He did. Beach House was his last project, but I think his last full length album was. It wasn't campaign, was it? Yeah, it was like campaign. It was like a, It was like campaign, was like, a pro, campaign. like a pro Hillary thing. Like well, campaign's, <laughs> campaign's the mixtape. Free TC is the studio the first, album. That was his right, first. Okay. Yeah, free yeah. TC is great. Yeah, Free TC is good. And then campaign. I think campaign was an album. I think Beach House was Beach House three was his last mixtape that was released called, this year. 
He called campaign a commercial mixtape, just like Drake called. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, people just pull this shit on, uh, on me. Semantics. I I, I, <laughs> it's semantics. You know at, at this point, you know what it is? I don't have that much confidence to call it an album, so I'm going to call it a mixtape. It's like <laughs> exactly. It's selling yeah. it for $14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that it, w- w- the line is very is very thin between yeah. uh, between albums and mixtapes nowadays. Now, I think it's interesting that you say that about Drake's rap. You say that about you're not very hooked on Drake as a rapper. You like Drake yeah. as an R and B singer more. To me, I think that the reason why, if you're reading this as too late, is his best album is because he finds that balance between the rap side and the R and B side. Create taking the moodiness of his R&B and the emotion of his R&B and carrying it over into his rap, you know, form, essentially. I think that's why it's his best album. I think that he has a few. I think, you know, Nothing Was the Same has some of his best songs on it as well. That has some really good rap songs. Probably, I probably would tend to agree with you. I'm a little bit more... Uh, you know, on the R&B Drake side, only because I think it you get more raw emotion out of him. Exactly. Yeah, I think he the braggadocio thing doesn't fit him because I don't think he's that interesting. I don't. I just don't buy it. Like- and I also think that there are a few songs on the rap side, and 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 I think that overall this album, if you cut it in half, it would be a great album. And and I think that that it, it can be a legitimate criticism of the fact that this album is just too long. By the end, I, if I don't listen to disc one and then disc two, I start to lose interest, uh, which is why I think that I probably didn't take the end of the album as well. Like if I'm literally reading through my notes and I have like four pages of notes here, <laughs> which is just an insane amount of, of notes to take for, for one album. And you have more than me. I only have a page. <laughs> Wait, we were supposed to take notes? <laughs> you don't have to take notes. I think we're just, you know, professionals over here. Uh, we've done, we've done six episodes. Yeah, we want you to shoot from the hip. Trust me. <laughs> so my my whole thing with with uh, with Drake on, on the rap side of the album, my, my, my biggest problem is that there isn't any form of uh, – and, and really, the, the, the R&B half has a lot more cohesion. Yeah. The, it has a lot more of, of a common sound that, you know, it, it doesn't all sound the same, but the songs definitely blend together a little bit better. The first half, there are a few songs on here where – I, I think the production is really, really good. I, I he really starts to hook me around personally. I thought that the, the the best run on the album was towards the end of disc one from Sandra's Rose it, down through Talk Up. Is there more peak? And then into the second half of the album with peak. Um, those were that was like my run. Like I thought that run was really good. It was very similar. Yeah of the Drake that I enjoy. Um, a, there's a little bit of boasting, a little bit of emotion. Uh, I like the, ex- like on, is there more? He gets really existential, which is kind of the same Drake that we got on. If you're reading this, it's too late. Um, there's really beautiful layering on that song. I really like that one a lot. Peak is that might be Drake, like one of Drake's best songs in general. Like I think yeah. that that song is incredible. That's I think- like the un, that's the uncooked raw Drake. Like that that's Drake condensed into one song. If somebody was like, show me a Drake song, like <laughs> off this new album, peak is perfect. It's pure. So good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is pure Drake. But, but I, I'm interested to, th- to hear what you guys thought about the fact that, you know, one, obviously we know that the album is, is, really long but to me like the album doesn't really have any overarching themes doesn't really have that much of a cohesive 
cohesive sound. And to me, it just kind of sounds like a collection of songs again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's long and it's kind of boring too. That's like, that's like the main issue. I mean, like we've, I've, I've just listened to a long album that I really liked. It was, uh, it was God Level by Oti Greedo and it was like 27 tracks, but it was really compelling the whole time. I'm still getting through that, but it's, insane oh no (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it as much as grape street but it's very good it's yeah it's it no that's that's, another artist who tends to make really long albums yeah but i but greedo hits uh i don't think i don't think i don't think drake i would say out of well uh i think it's 25 drake has on this in total there's 25 songs it's an hour and a half long i think the best yeah i think i think he got 11 out of the i think 10 it was like 10 to 12 out of the 25 yeah and someone said on Twitter, I saw this, they said that it's longer than the movie Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, to put that, the, I think it was the first one. But there's way more crying, though, on a Drake album. <laughs> I mean, Toy Story 3, I cried a lot. because I, I cried. I saw it in the theater and I cried. Wait, yeah. this is a rap podcast, gentlemen. Come on. Okay, if you Place didn't cry during up. Toy Story 3, you're not a real man, is what I'm trying to say. Our masculinity is, is toxic on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's ve- we have very fragile masculinity. Um, But... But yeah, I think that uh, I think that the the my my biggest problem with the album is that there are some songs that kind of sound repetitive. There are some songs that kind of sound uh, like I said. I don't really think there's much that holds the sound together. And then overall, even the best songs, I feel like we've heard this from Drake before. Is there anything on here that isn't on another Drake album? Um. Hmm. After dark, I, it, for me, like after for me, after dark, summer games, summer games. Yeah, I thought summer mm. games. Yeah, can I it, tell you what I thought about summer games? Too. This is what I thought about summer games. To me, that song. I mean, it might not sound like other Drake, and it it doesn't really that much. But to me, it sounds like it was written like for a montage scene in a movie. <laughs> like the beat is much yeah. larger than Drake on the song. He almost kind of gets yeah. swallowed up by it to me. I feel like on other songs, like peak is the song right before. I think that's a perfect example of where he blends in really nicely with it. It doesn't really come across as disingenuous. I think it kind of is more like a revamped newer version of like a Marvin's room. Uh, it, it, to me, that's where he he comes across as like a real human, and a lot of this album just lacks the you know the humanity that makes me like Drake in the first place. Um, yeah, uh, you know what? Another song, nonstop. I feel like is getting slept on. Everyone I hear talking about this album is does not is not talking about nonstop. Well, because they got 24 other songs to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, nonstop is a is a fucking lethal banger. Like, I forget the dude he he got to do the beat, and I should I should know that so that we can shout him out as much as possible. Boy, I think he's, a, he's a newer guy. No, I think nonstop was done by some dude from Memphis. I have the credits here. Yeah. I'm pulling them up on my on my computer right now. Okay. It's just being very slow. But it, 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 Boy Wanda did produce a lot of this. Yeah. Um. I know that. I, uh, so so I got no song. ID. I got no ID. Take Keith. Take Keith. Take Keith. Cadastre. Cadastre. Okay. Well, they didn't make it easy on us, but. So <laughs> Memphis. Right, right. Memphis producer right. Take Keith. Okay. So there right. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like, 
it was it was the only dalliance of like a different sort of uh style you know how on every album drake will touch on you know a different a different era of hip-hop or a different um locale of hip-hop he'll hit some some i feel like that this is the only real time he did that on this album where he stepped out and like gave props to another kind of genre of bubbling hip-hop a different hip-hop scene with that non like that memphis sound and i just yeah. think he murders it i think his flow on that is so disgusting yeah, like he floats on that one yeah it's re- it's just really effortless i just thought yeah. that was really dope and i know. i like the sample on the hook on that one a lot too i definitely yeah. I, I enjoyed that song he did have one line on here i thought was kind of bl- whack though like I went blind, you gotta hand it to me. Like I went blind, you gotta hand it to me. But see, it's the way he see. Oh but like, I don't know if either of you guys. I don't know if either of you guys. That's as bad as got so many chains. They called me Channing Tatum. But, but <laughs> let, let, can I can I defend a line like that real quick? Uh, yes, please. Because, <laughs> because because and I know this podcast is only an hour, but like I don't know if you guys have ever rapped before or like have written raps before. I'm sure you've at least tried at one point or sophomore year i was terrible and but like like now i've been doing it my whole entire life and i'm not i'm not famous or super popular or rich but i have made a career of it for the last couple of years so that's the only reason why i feel like sometimes i can speak on like lyrics and defend them and stuff like that like for something for that sort of line where where he says uh um like i went blind you gotta hand it to me it's not necessarily about like when you read that on a piece of paper that's whack but it's the way he said it and the way he drops it in where he's almost challenging you to think it's whack. And that's <laughs> kind of what that's kind of what I like about Drake where he'll sometimes have a line where you know Drake is clever enough to be smarter than that. So when he drops a line like that, it's kind of him it's like I don't want to say ironic cuz he's not he's being winking, ironic. He's almost winking it's, at the listener. It's, yeah, he's winking. Almost, it's yeah, a punchline yeah, that's so Right. Yeah, it's so obvious that like he's smirking while he says it. I I, that, I, I understand I that. that. Yeah, I I, yeah. I get you. It's 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 kind of like he's. I mean, and Drake being Drake is you know he, he there are and I've always said this about rap is that there in in music in general but specifically rap is that you can there are characters essentially not that they're exactly playing characters but for example like big sean can't get away with a lot of the lines that he says because his character is just fucking corny right yeah (laughs) and it's not to say that big sean doesn't have good verses and good songs but i he doesn't have good verses and good songs i don't think so either he doesn't have a single you don't think clicks a good verse Click? No. You don't even you don't think that's all a good me, verse. All, all me is a good verse. All I was gonna say click yeah. and all me are the only two verses I, I, don't, think click, I don't think click is a good verse. I think I, I think Kanye has the best verse on click. I think all me is a good verse. They and, all uh, have good verses on click. I, I think. think that's my I think when, uh Jay-Z Big, rapping about how much money he has is not that. Yeah, easy. but his flow is insane on that his song. Oh yeah, his flow is insane on that. Yeah. <laughs> when Big Big Sean tricked everyone into into thinking that he was a good rapper when he started, like I think maybe with that blast song, like yeah. that was when people were going like Oh shit! Have you heard the new Big Sean? And it's like, get the fuck out of here! I hear the new Big Sean. And then you, they put that song on, and you're like, all right, like now I have heard the new Big Sean, and it's okay, it's good. But everybody was like, oh, you got to hear Dark Sky music or whatever well, the fuck it's called. Dark Sky Paradise. Dark Sky was the album. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember listening to that. Like, I, I didn't hear it at all. I did. I, I, I tend to agree with you. And Drake's actually probably kind of carries that song. 
Yes. Yeah, because Kanye's whack at the end of it. I never liked when Kanye would do that. He spits a real slow verse at the end, doesn't he? Is, that, is he on Blessings? Yeah, he's on one of the versions of it. A, a version oh, okay. that came out. Right, okay. And then a version that, yeah. another version he came out. It was in the video, happened. too. Yeah, there was a video for it, and he's at the end, and he spits that real slow verse. You know what? You're yeah. right. He's like, they're, they're trying to the compromise my condom size. He's like that. Yes, yeah. yes, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I only had heard the version with Drake on it, but I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to that. I mean, it's speaking of Kanye. I mean, he is he's constantly referenced on eight, eight out of 10. It's once again, he's talking shit uh, to Kanye on a beat that sounds like an old Kanye song. All, uh, what right. all sevens, no sixes, you know, kind of taking subtle right. shots. Never really goes as far enough to call out Pusha or Kanye by name, but there are care. a lot of subtle shots. Well, he. He did with with Pusher before. I mean, oh, well, with Duppy, yeah, with the Duppy freestyle. But after we we saw what happened there. Yeah, we saw what happened. He's not gonna do that again. He's not gonna bark that tree down again. My now, God, I have I have takes. Beef. I you have takes have, on have, the on the Pusha T Drake beef. I do, but I, but let, but let's get through this album first. No, I, I do want to. I I do think that that's something that it it, it is. This is going really, to yeah. This is a Drake pod. We, I mean, is, like we're going to talk about Scorpion, but this is like Drake. Central. Well, and also right, it okay. surrounds the album. People it want does. to hear it really that. Does. It, it is it's, relevant. It's it's absolutely relevant to the album because with you know there was first off. I think that a lot of these conspiracy theories online are true about Drake redoing the album over the last few weeks uh, to to tie in more of this Kanye sound. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he already had these beats, but he's definitely has some subtle disses on here that I, pr I don't think would be on here if it weren't for the push of beef. I also think that getting Jay-Z on that song i mean clearly he recorded that within the last three weeks yeah because he references xxx tentacion being killed oh my god yeah that that had to be he had to have a whole different type of album set up because, that's what i'm thinking here yeah because that verse was was so recent that was like jay jay i think, I think jay-z might have a burner account to be honest <laughs> he definitely <laughs> does because he referenced that tweet ty, ty runs it like ty ty runs it or emory runs it like they have like a who's burner account they just tell jay like what people are saying right okay now. let's see on the last two jay referenced on here the xxx tentacion george zimmerman thing which was a viral tweet that happened right. on his on his album he referenced uh he said people online are calling me dad like yeah that shit that probably is that's a relatively new thing that people do so i think that uh i think that having jay-z on here is definitely a little bit of a fuck you to kanye for sure a little bit yeah but he's also been a very like big jay-z fan openly like i remember on uh what's that song on fear on so Car so far gone he's like uh I didn't. I didn't cry when Pac died, but I probably will when Hove does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every single puddle, and every single puddle will be like exactly what he taught us, or something like that. <laughs> something really deep, you yeah. know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna cry when Hove dies, though. Oh no, absolutely, that's my favorite. I cry. I there's some Hove songs I can't rap out loud all the way through without crying. This yeah, can't be, this can't be life if you must love me. I can't even like I was like, the, I can't get through that. Not, I, I don't even mean sad songs necessarily. Like I put on the intro to fucking Dynasty the other day and rapping along with it just brought back so the much. Of being the theme song to the Grados. Oh, just, just being 17 in a cold basement in Philly, just drinking a fucking <laughs> hurricane 40. Just like. <laughs> 
you know, smoking a 100 Newport. And I was just like, what oh, I'm there we'll again. KZ pod one of these days, and I'll give you my Dynasty take. I actually think it's a top 5J album. And it's really... I think it's very underappreciated. I think there's so many good tracks on that one. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm put, I'm put, throwing my hat into the ring to be back on again for the Jay Z pod. Oh, oh, absolutely, and we could do. I think we should do a whole ranking, and we'll we'll do we'll absolutely oh, go hell through, yeah go through that because oh, I think the, that, I'll have notes for that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have like fifty notes for the Jay Z one. <laughs> I'll have I'll, I'll look like Memento out this John. I'll have tattooed on your arm. He'll be like, I don't know why, but I, I just wrote girls, girls, girls on my arm with a question mark. <laughs> Fucking the, the you'll send me the invite and the camera will be part of the city. Beware of part of the city. <laughs> my 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 camera will cut on for two seconds by accident before I clip it off and I'll look like them MS-13 pictures <laughs> that the fucking uh, right wingers try to use to scare old people. <laughs> I'm just padded up my whole face with fucking Jay-Z lyrics. You mean six nine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right wingers probably think six nine is an MS thirteen member. Yeah, they, oh, absolutely. Bet, did you imagine? Did you imagine they got a meme circulating? Is this what you want your daughter dating an MS thirteen and it's just six nine halfway across? <laughs> That's actually a great idea, and I think I'm going to tweet that from our account after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, back Anyways. to the Drake album. I know we could go on for days about Jay-Z and MS-13, but um, so, okay, now let me get to what I what I do think that Drake does really well on here is what Drake has always done well. I think that I think God's Plan, even though it was a single, is one of the better songs on this album. I yes. think that, but even at, Here's my thing with God's plan. Even on one of the better songs on the album, probably Drake's best single in a while, he has to throw in a line like this. And I'll, I'll hear if JJ can can come up with an excuse for this one. <laughs> <laughs> because he says, uh, I mean, this is like the, the meme that's been going around. You know, right. uh, to me, this sounds like it came from one of those common white girl Twitter accounts. Uh, I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not gonna lie, man. When that song comes on, I've been shouting that line out. Yeah, that's why he okay, does okay, that. Okay, that's why he wrote it. An, you know what it is, true? It's an, when you're at a club or at a concert, and he just has the crowd do it. It's an Instagram yeah. caption. It's an Instagram right. caption line. He knows his audience. He there knows stuff he's yeah. doing. He's doing yeah. the pop Instagram caption type lines. The whole like, and it worked. Oh, it worked brilliantly. Young and heartless. You know what I mean? Those. Yeah. Like those are how those, I remember that song. I remember views came out. That live was on every single Instagram caption I saw. Like it yeah. was like a bunch right. of Instagram captions. Like if you and your friends, like all I do is hang with the younger heartless. It's like, kind of perfect for this album and really the last few Drake albums. Because yeah, to me, I mean, they sound they sound less like albums and more like marketing campaigns. I mean, like <laughs> with good songs on them <laughs> here and there. Blue Tint's my favorite song in the album, and um, I can't. I mean, because Young Thug wrote it. A little bit. No, Young Thug wrote. <laughs> young Thug wrote. Uh, it's definitely a super slimy. It definitely might be a super slimy throwaway. But I think it, I think it was either that or What a Time to Be Alive because he references okay. What a Time to Be Alive. Futures on there. I think Mob Ties. Mob um, Ties sounds like uh, it sounds exactly it sounds like Young like Thug. The president, the president doing yeah. a sin line on Blue Tent. I'm going to be like. I mean, I'm going to be like. The president doing a sin. My wind's got blue in the tent. Like I'm gonna be yeah, putting that yeah. up. Like right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I the only Blue time Tent he talks really about. One of the better songs. Wait, which one? 
Blue Tint. Yeah, I think that's one of the better Blue songs. In the yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Blue Tint bangs. I mean, it, it, it's slap. Yeah. That's what I want to. That's what I want to hear from Drake. I mean, Future should have got a verse though. Oh yeah, absolutely. My, I mean, Future should get everything. My favorite, <laughs> <laughs> Future should get Future should Future should get a lot of things, man. Yeah. Um, this should have just been a Future album. <laughs> it, well, we got Beast Mode too, so like, well, I mean, yeah, we'll do another pod about that one later. I mean, that one that's been the that's ah, amazing. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot I, too. The thing about it, the thing about it is like my favorite Drake is either he's singing or he's trying to make anthems. So like you have a song like Know Yourself, for example, where he's not the giving you like straight, you know, bars. He's just giving you uh he's giving you I want that Ferrari, then I swear. I want that Bugatti right. to hurt. You know what I mean? It's like he's just giving you just anthemic lyrics or yeah. God's plan is very anthemic. Uh yeah, Kofi's, uh legend. You know what I mean? I want that. I don't really want him. I don't want a beat and him just being like bars. Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I used to love. I used to. I used to really love Tuscan Leather, but now I don't because it's six minutes of him rapping and it's just he's rapping. It's word salad. He's not really rapping about anything, and he's like he's <laughs> telling, and it's like ah, you know what I mean? I'd rather hear. Like I don't want to hear the Canadian Nas. I want to hear like I want to I want to hear Aaliyah. Like I think that he's like the male Aaliyah. Like that's what I you know what I mean? See, I like listening to him rap. I, I think he's good. I, I think I think that like what does he I, do I well? I I I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like when I you know when I first heard him in like 2008 or 2009, and you hear that like this dude from this stupid uh you know teenage uh, uh Degrassi Degrassi show from Canada. You put some respect on Degrassi's name. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when you hear that he actually can flow and he's rhyming multisyllabically, which back then still was kind of like, now everyone can do it and it's almost whack if that's all you do. Um, but I mean, it, it kind of earned him respect right off the gate because it's not something that everybody could do back then or do well. I just think he's able to wield together, despite being sort of a boring person, he's able to wield together a compelling narrative. Like you could almost compare, compare it to like a director, almost like a Michael Bay who never has anything to say, but <laughs> when, but when, when you're watching, uh, Will Smith and fucking, uh, Martin Lawrence, you know, in an SUV driving down the the, the highway while the bad guy is unchaining fucking cars off of one of them uh, ch car trucks, you know what I'm talking about? And throwing cars at them while they're driving down the highway and they're swerving out the way. That's he's, just good shit. He's directing a compelling action sequence where for that moment you're on the edge of your seat regardless of what the overall theme is. And I think that, Dr that Drake has that sort of a talent as a rapper where he's able to put it together so well where it doesn't feel like he's wasting a bar even when he wasted every single one of them. <laughs> I think that there's something no, to be said for that. That's yeah, a no, that, That's interesting. That's interesting. Hmm. I, I've never, I've never heard it said to me like that. That's actually really interesting, to be honest. Like, um, I got takes. <laughs> I know. I appreciate it because I, no, because I have takes too, and like a lot of people are like, "Oh, this is a bad take," but like, I'm def I'll defend any take I have. Like, I yeah. have these things well thought out. And like right. that sounded like a really well thought out take, so I like I would love to commend you on that. I'm not even be, I'm not being patronizing, but I'm seriously like I've, <laughs> I heard that and I'm like hmm okay. I'm gassing you up here, but yeah, no, I'm not, I heard that I was like oh no 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 I know I know he's being sincere. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's I just think that I, I don't know if he gets as much enough credit for just. Uh, 
Like to me, when the when it comes to rappers, I want to hear like murder something. Drake will come up a lot, and I think that Drake does well given the, the best, opportunity. The best rapping he's ever done in his career is the Stay Steeman verse. That verse is incredible. It's a really good one. Stay Steeman. Yeah, it's a good Steven one. Verse. That verse is incredible. Yeah, I'm, when he's coming really, at Common. What? He, 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 it was in the midst of his uh, the one his where he's like, beef uh, in 2011. When the bras get to acting like the, oh, it's Bobby when the guys get to acting like the bras. Like the bras. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's actually a really good verse. I think that he's had. I, I think Drake tends to have some some gems here and there. I I still think that my favorite Drake run. And by the way, I, JJ, I like think that verse makes me think that Rick Ross might have wrote it for him. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I don't. But here's the thing: if if you want to come from JJ's perspective, I I don't know about you guys, but I don't give a shit if someone ghost wrote a song like Kanye. I've heard has ghost writers. Drake. I've heard has ghost writers. Who gives a fuck if they make good music? I mean, that's all I care about. But, but here's the thing, though. I don't. I don't think. I think that Drake didn't do a great job of explaining what he got caught doing. He didn't get caught having people ghostwrite for him. He got caught using uh, reference tracks, which literally every single rapper you've ever listened to that's been on the radio has done. Like Eminem hasn't released a song that didn't start as a reference track since like the last time we had a white president, like not the <laughs> one we got now, the last one before that, like, you know, mo most guys are, are, that's what they're doing. I'm not saying it's the best thing in the world, but when you're surrounding yourself, like you're in the industry, you're constantly surrounded by producers, artists, there's shit sitting on people's drives where they go, Oh, uh, we got this new dude who he wrote some shit and you hear it and you're like, Oh, I want to take that. I want to keep the melody, change this about it, da, da da da, and make it my own song. I don't know. I don't really think that's the same thing as ghostwriters. And I well, feel like I think that that song specifically, the lyrics were. I think it was "Know Yourself" when that reference track leaked with Quentin Miller. Uh, that's. I mean, I, I couldn't care less like about that. that. I couldn't care less about that reference track because that's a great song. Yeah, it, not only is it a great song, but the Quentin Miller song fucking sucks. <laughs> If oh yeah, you, he can't. He has no delivery at all. He can just write. That's all he can do. He has no yeah. Delivery. He's he can write a little bit, but but it, it, it's Drake's personality that and and delivery and flow. Quinta Miller's like Wale. <laughs> okay, that's that, that's a little bit too much. Quentin Miller sounds like Wale. Did you say? Yeah, JJ. If you don't know, me and Wale have a have a. Uh, oh, I long... I despise Wale. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we can be uh, we, we, he, we, we can be close friends, buddy. Wale is uh, one of those rappers that doesn't need to exist, like Tyga, where they just don't need to be. There's no reason for them to be. No, like, because me and Wale have a beef that stems from like a couple years ago. Oh, I did hear you talk about this on one of the last episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, to be fair, I haven't liked Wale since like 2009 when I was a 19 year old white college kid. But still, I'm ri I'm riding for this side though. You know what I mean? I'm I'm riding for Jason. I mean. <laughs> I got on my Jason colors. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> they're New York Knicks colors. It's like New York Knicks colors and like New York Knicks colors. All right, good. I, I don't know I'm sports, orange. but you just, you go ahead and you, sh you, sh you shoot me a DM of what those are. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't know you weren't a sports guy, so I won't make any references to that. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, the, the, the reason, the, the way that you were, you were talking about it before with, you know, <laughs> with, you know, using the bad boys reference there. Um, and, and the comparison to who Michael Bay did those movies. Yeah. Right. So, um, to me, like my biggest problem with this album is that Drake does have moments like that. Overall, I feel like 
towards the end, it's 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 not that the songs are bad. It's that the the listener's experience is tainted by the length of the album. Now, if you could sit down and listen to an, an album for an hour and a half straight and not get distracted, good on you. And especially if it is an album like this that where, like I said, I think a lot of the songs kind of just blend together. I don't particularly hate any of the songs, but I don't really think that Drake has a, a, there isn't anything very hateable about him on here but there isn't a ton of like lovable drake that i think that i have really liked or loved before in the yeah, past I, I saw a review on passionwise.com uh which by the way everybody everybody become a patient to passionwise because they're the best tr- website doing yeah i like them yeah who is it uh, passionwise.com they're, they're the, it's an independent rap site they're the best doing it in my opinion and they, like they've done profiles on like every rapper before they blew up yeah i mean oh, they're, okay they're, they're in on everything. Um, when we, they, when they we get it. off, yeah. When we we'll get send off, send you a link. We'll send, yeah, send me a link. Or yeah. Something. Um, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Weiss, my boy Jeff Weiss. Um, so, like, they had a review uh, for for Scorpion, and it said that the thing about it is, it's not that Drake doesn't have any skills. It's just that like it's not compelling anymore. And like, I kind of agree with that. He he's a nimble artist. You know what I mean? I think he's a great pop artist. Like to be honest, I think he does his job at. I think he does his job in, in terms of popular music extraordinarily well. And that's, there's a lane for that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, people, Drake's fans going to take this as an insult. But Taylor Swift is an incredibly successful artist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you, you know, and like, and uh, 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 Reputation was like a pretty good pop album, you know? And so. It's no 1989, but yeah. Oh no! And no, you're right. Because 1989 is really, really great. That's got some slappers. No, 1989. No, you're right. Yeah, very good. It's a really great pop album. Um, I like the Ryan Adams version. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yeah, and I think that yeah, like, and that's true. You know what I mean? He has a considerable amount of skills. It's just not doing anything for us anymore. If you're reading this, is too late for me. Was very captivating. It was a guy who. It, it, first of all, it was a surprise album, which I loved those. It was kind of like, it was reminiscent of In Rainbows by Radiohead, and it just dropped it out. Um, and Or or the self-titled Beyonce album. And I just think that, like, on if you're reading, if you're reading this, it's too late. He's talking about, you know, mobbing, mobbing with his boys in the city, and you know I mean? He has different uh, pressures in his life now. and he He's very existential. On, yeah, on, he comes at Tiger yeah. a little bit, and he's yeah. it, 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 it's, I think in reading this is too late is this had his most it's it's him at his most charismatic. It's him at his most. I he's he inspired some devotion in me in that. Album. And to me, that album is super effortless. Like I think that yeah, where he, was, where, he right. where, where he failed with views was that he was trying to write a legacy album, but he had it on his mind that this was his legacy album. If you're reading this, is too late. Is effortlessly a legacy album is what oh, I was. Oh yeah, to say. I mean legend. I mean legend is le- legend is a legacy type song, right? It's a definitely. It's a black album era type song. I did this. I've done that. I'm the best out. You need to respect me. And it sounds great. I mean, I think Legend is one of his probably. I think it's like his best song, if not. To- I would say top five. I would five. say top five. Yeah, yeah, I would say top five. I mean, it's such a slapper. Um, and then Energy. I mean, the first four of that album is amazing. Energy, Know Yourself. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Star- I mean, Star 69 is in there somewhere. 
it, the whole I really just like that album from front to back. But but I I really think that every album since then, and and JJ, you touched on this a little bit earlier. You're not a fan of the world music Drake, um, where you know he's pulling from these different genres. You know, he had some so on more life. He had some some Afro beat in there. He had. Some I'm a fan work. of it if he. I'm a fan of it if he. Sorry to cut you off. I'm a fan of it if he has those guys like uh, Skepta doing it. I'm not a fan of it if he's adopting like those accents. I like mean, in in yeah yeah the, the, yeah, the like the, have pop have popcorn on have popcorn on have Skepta on the album instead of like yeah which, which is flag. yeah and that and that's why a little why I was saying like I can I objectively know that it's that it's good or even when he's when he's adopting those the patois or whatever like I, I objectively know that as long as he's doing something for the culture it's great I just personally I, I, it doesn't do anything for me you know right. for me for me I, I you know I like I like my Drake I like him good and moody I like him good and sad <laughs> you know I don't like him I don't like him needing a one dance I like him uh you know moody and sad or I like him just effortlessly just like swagging on someone that just doesn't even deserve to be swag like doesn't need to be swagged on that hard I bet the language is one of your favorite Drake tracks am I, am I guessing that right what is what's what's that on? I'm so the language is uh, no, uh, nothing, was, nothing the was the same. Where he's basically talking, it's basically a whole uh, Kendrick, Kendrick, it's a whole yeah. Kendrick uh, subliminal dish. He's like, uh, what what did he open with that with that show? He said, uh, I don't know why they've been lying, but your music is not that inspiring. Yeah, I think you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. See, I went through a, there was a whole phase of my life where I wasn't paying attention to rap music whatsoever either. And that's during the time when some of this best Drake music came out. So I later had to go back and catch up on it. So like, I'm not that up on, especially that album. That's the one that had Wu-Tang Forever on it, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wu-Tang Forever's on that one. From Time's on that one. We're Hold speaking. on, we're going yeah. home. Yeah. I Hold on, we're going home. It's like one of my favorite. Uh, yeah. I think that's the best Drake song, but I love that song. To what we were talking about with with where Drake is pulling from all these different inspirations, whether it's dance hall, Afro beat, any form of world music, I think that there, regardless of like, I don't love views, I don't love more life. I think that they have, to me, they have more explorative music. They have, I, I respect the fact that he's going after different sounds. More life has sacrifices on it. Also, that just it gives. It's it, a great it, song. I mean, That's that pushes a, another level for me. I mean, I, yeah. I really like more life. I, I think more life has two thug verses it does oh, yeah. yeah that sub verse on sacrifice and like oh, I, I was just listening before we got on the pod I think, yeah complex gave it, like who is uh, he i i could you yeah i think it, complex had it on number seven on their top verses of the whole year yeah, that was, was wrong it might be the top verses of the whole decade dude complex <laughs> did i think complex had money j-rock's money trees verse at like eight or nine on there and they had some random i can't even remember which for, oh no they gave they gave Nicki minaj monster the number at the time i think it was like 2013 when they did it like best okay so then, okay okay so then thug so then thug wasn't on no he wasn't even out at the time no. right but uh, it would be interesting to see where that that verse rank thug i would put literally i would put thug's feature verse as the top feature verse of the decade at number one i kid you not like better I, than better damn. than uh the gunplay verse on cartoons and yeah, cereal. Yeah. And that was gonna be my that was gonna be my top five too. That's probably my number three. We but. should do I think we 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 should do that for another episode because I've actually been thinking about that a lot. I've been thinking about that a lot too. I tweeted today that I prefer talking about feature verses, whatever for talking about like someone's favorite songs. Like I think feature verses are the one of the more interesting 
things about rap that is different and, than yeah, and there's that's some most different there's than some rappers other genres, right? Yeah, yeah, and there's some rappers that are only good at doing feature exactly. verses. Exactly, that their and feature that, verses they should really only be doing feature verses. Yeah, Jada Kiss comes to mind. <laughs> Jada Kiss, yeah, that's that's probably the best example. Jada Kiss <laughs> on a feature versus is, is amazing. Jada Kiss's own albums are always mid. Yeah. I think that yeah. there are some rappers that specifically step their game up for a feature verse. Two chains on a feature verse has never failed. Two, two chains on right. it's a, that's another right. good example. But but yeah, I mean, like I think that overall, with what Drake is going for on this album, is like it's kind of reflective of where he is in his career. Like to me, it's actually funny that him and Kanye are beefing right now. And before, let me just like, my, my piece here with this because. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is I think that this album reminds me a lot of Yay. Not it sounds nothing like it. It's way, way longer. And they're absolutely at different points in their career. But I will say this. Different points of their life, too. Different points of their life. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're absolutely on different pages, but they definitely have some similar characteristics. And this is why. Because I think that at where Kanye is, he's exhausted every sound that he's ever done. He's explored all these different, you know, crazy different sounds throughout the years. He's explored all these different topics and he's kind of run out of shit to talk about. So now his new thing, and he's done it on his last two albums with Pablo. He, he didn't really do it on Yeezus that much, but he's done it on Pablo and Yay, is that he tends to see how far he can push his genie his quote-unquote genius some people will say it's genius it sounded like bullshit on yay yeah. but 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 the reason i say this is because he is challenging he's like you know what i'm just gonna throw away my fucking album two weeks before it comes out and i'm gonna come up with a whole completely new album which by the way was kind of similar to what drake did on this album in addition to that drake has exhausted a lot of different sounds throughout his career he's dabbled in a bunch of different sounds and now you're kind of getting similar to yeah you're getting a recap of what we've heard so far to this point in their careers so Drake is going for what he does best. Kanye probably was also trying for that. I think he failed pretty pretty miserably on his album. But Drake is going for, look, I know what I could do. Like I think JJ put it perfectly when he said, you know, throw a bunch of shit at the wall, see what sticks. That was his approach to this album. About half of it is is good, and the other half, to me, it either does nothing, it's either repetitive, it's not particularly interesting. But what I'm trying to say is that I think that this is absolutely reflective of where Drake is. He just got a billion streams off this album in one week. First person yeah. to ever do that. Now, to me... It kind of sounds like he's phoning it in half the exactly. time. Exactly. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's just too easy for him now. So it's a formula. Right. Yeah. So he's not really challenging himself that much anymore, you know? So I mean, I just want um, I want that fire to be back a little bit, you know. So Well, yeah. And and uh, to speak on just that fire, I don't know if that's I don't know if it's something anyone can really get back or Maybe not this quickly. I think if he's losing it, he's got to lose it for a little while longer. <laughs> um, I think that that see, I and, I and what you just said about Kanye and Drake, like th that, I never thought about it that way before. I would never think to compare them in that kind of I a way. And I, it makes perfect sense. Be, those two guys will be linked forever because Drake be, has always been such a like I'm a Kanye fan. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I think of them as such different artists. But really, yeah. at the end of the day, I guess they're not because both of them, I think, are the two we can most look at that over the last decade, when they dropped an album, it changed music. It did. Like 
and Kanye has been doing it for longer than a decade where he drops an album and it, it literally changed the way pop music is produced for the next couple of years. And yeah. he did that over and over again. I would add Wayne so, to that too. Wayne, those mixtapes really changed people. Changed what well, I think he definitely, Wayne definitely changed the way people spit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Thug is a, Thug is the realized version of what Wayne could have been if Birdman hadn't been in his life. I think I think <laughs> like young young thug is like little Wayne if you like if you open like the pod bay doors and he floats out into space and then like takes his helmet off and realizes he can <laughs> exactly. breathe out there. Young like, thug with the back it's not gonna kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the back door. Yeah, like, young, yeah. Thug, young thug and little Wayne were like stationed together at the same like orphanage. Yeah. <laughs> but like thug went out the back door and like That's, yeah. For some reason Wayne was not able to go out the back door with him. And he <laughs> and he had to deal with a bunch of stuff inside the house. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say he's low Wayne on mushrooms, but what JJ said sounded way better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or DMT. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Thug. Thug I think I feel like Young Thug has to have oh, that bl same bland ass name that he has. He can never change it. He has to be Young Thug forever <laughs> because it's the only way that the human mind can wrap itself around what he is and make sense of it. With be because what his name would be is just not even a name it would be a color that the human eye has never seen before so it can't process it and it explodes the brain inside the skull immediately upon seeing it young thug is like the perfect name for him you know what yes. I mean? like, yeah. it's a, he, he it's a younger it's a it is a younger version of what we call like thugs now because he's <laughs> like because he's like yeah i wear dresses but i will shoot you so, <laughs> and i have heard people talk about that young thug like he gets respect because he did put in work like in the street. Oh no. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean like if anyone's out here saying that young thug is like a clown or anything, like you're crazy. Well, yeah. one of his, one of his boys is in jail for shooting at Lil Wayne. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really fuck around. I, man. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I, I, <laughs> my yeah. dream is for Wayne and thug to do like their own thing together. One of these days, like if Wayne, if, I don't, I don't, it probably will never happen because I know Wayne's now, Wayne is Wayne is someone else that will always be linked to Drake for obvious reasons. Yeah. Right. I mean, Drake and Wayne haven't really worked together all that much, probably because of the contract disputes over the last few years. I remember the last song that they dropped uh, was Believe Me, wasn't it? Wasn't I think it was Believe Me, was it? Yeah. And that was, I actually pretty really good. Yeah, I pretty really good. Like that song. It's I, definitely I, not my favorite Drake and Wayne collab. I think my favorite Drake and Wayne collab was uh, the um, the Ignorant Shit remix they did on Show for a God. That was very good. And I liked uh, Hell Yeah, Fucking Right, too. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I think that that I think that I, I think they, they can be sometimes they're a little bit of a lopsided combo. I think that Drake and him were making music at very weird points of their career. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when Drake wasn't really that established where Wayne probably took a little bit too much cough syrup and <laughs> was uh, was a little bit fried there for a little yeah. bit. But... Oh, no, I'm going in is great, though. No, I oh, that's a great one. That's a I'm classic. Great. That's a classic yeah. one. No, I, Wayne and Jake I, will bring it on that one. Getting back to uh, to this album, I just want to say I really think that this contains Drake's worst song, though. I think I'm, I'm upset is Drake's worst song. Like it's bad. Why, uh, it's a, why did he? Okay, why did he choose that as the sec the third single? I don't know that either. What the fuck? That's such a head scratcher. Now I'm thinking, is this his worst song? Hmm. <laughs> what is it's worse bad. than I'm upset? I'm gonna go through my head right. I'm gonna go through it in my head right now. To me, I said I thought it kind of sounded like 
it sounded like 21 Savage on Xanax. Like it just, it was. Well, that's just 21 Savage though. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yes. I meant, well, I meant even more on right, that right. sleepier side. I, I think Pop style's pretty bad. Like. Is it? Okay. Pop style is not a, a it's. I I think that I'm upset's a way worse song than Pop. I, I, yeah. I, I think that the, it's just completely lifeless. Don't understand yeah. why he made it a single. I'm I'm really just kind of confused by right? and it was a cell phone too, because he he released it like a couple days after the fucking the push of uh, beef. The yeah. push of beef. And he released a song called I'm Upset, and it's not even dope. <laughs> like, what the fuck I'm are upset. you doing? It's a fucking he made a meme of himself. Like he made a chagrin song. Like I will <laughs> say though, I will say that video makes people forget how bad the song is because the video was so big that everyone now doesn't remember that how mid the song is. Was that the Degrassi one? Yeah. I didn't even watch uh, it. I, I didn't watch it either. The song so much. Well, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I watched it. You're talking to a guy who used to watch Degrassi. So I watched it. I was just like... <laughs> Hashtag raised on Degrassi. <laughs> I wouldn't say... Don't give me... Give me better credit than that. But. <laughs> <laughs> I won't put that on you. I won't put, put that yeah. hex on you. But I yeah, was I, mean, on, I was raised on The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. People. <laughs> the Sopranos is is legitimately the greatest show of all time. I think. Oh yes. Oh, speaking of that, I actually do think that Mob Ties is one of the better songs in this album as well. And this oh. is why I I think that that song is and and my biggest problem with it and there are some moments on here where i have this problem and i think i've spoke on it is that he kind of i mean he jacked the flow and the inflection directly from young yeah, thug. it sounds like his voice like i just hear it in it, thug's voice yeah and on the first verse and then I in the chorus you get that, a little man. bit of thug is revolutionary <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean thug is thug is influential yeah. but like you can influenced by someone without completely jacking their oh, style no, 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 at, yeah, yeah yeah i was just yeah. i was just making just <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> like and i think that the, the, a lot of this album is very very drake and very and then a lot of this album is very much like other artists and 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 i think that that overall was my biggest problem with it um i think the best songs i would go with and this is on my opinion i would go god's plan sandra's rose mob ties blue tint peak and is there more you get a little bit of you know what we've gotten from drake oh and by the way Nice for what? I'm not crazy about Drake on that song, but that beat is fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, that beat is fire. It's not made for me, but that it's a it's but, a popular. It's a I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a hit, and the that's beat a jam. Is great. Yeah, it's another thing that I think Drake is really good at is is like before that song came out, if you heard that like an, an up and coming rapper was going to release a, a, a single that sounded like that, you'd go, this is never going to fucking work. Get the fuck True. out of here. You can't play the sample the whole time while you're singing and rapping over it. <laughs> Drake does something like that, makes it a thing that's, and now it's okay. And it's a hit. You know what that, I mean? That reminds me of, uh, I mean, we just talked about Wayne, but I mean, in the same sense of a Millie playing, I was just listening to that right, song right. earlier today. It's like, it, it, it almost can drown out the song. Oh, but man. It, can, I, can I say something about a Millie right quick for five seconds? It still sounds like it was made on a foreign planet. Like Little Wayne, when he was little, when he was, when he was right. I yeah. mean, it was just no one who sounded more. There was nobody who sounded more far ahead than the others, but still was very accessible. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that kind of, the yeah. He had that kind of outcast was like that too. Although it kind yes, of, it kind of fell off the reins at the end. But like they were incredibly forward but also still accessible listen very, to stankonia 
listen to Stankonia today, and it sounds like it was recorded yesterday. You can't right, you can't exactly. tell what decade that was recorded in. It's, exactly, it's exactly. so very timeless. Of it, it's of its time the and ahead of its time. A, I think the Love Below took it a little bit too far, even though the Love Below is influential as well. I think it's just not that good. But I think that Wayne. I mean, I just think, I, yeah. I mean, back in the back in the two thousand from two thousand and four, I would say, or 05, to two. That was when Carter Carter two drop was Carter 05, two, right? Dedication two, the drought three, yeah. Um, I would say from yeah, and then the Carter one is two thousand four, which is really underrated. No one talks about the Carter one; it's actually very good. Um, from oh four to oh seven, I would say, just and oh yeah, and then, yeah, pre- yeah, oh four to oh seven, I would say there were there was just no one who sounded more ahead. But also sounded more current than Wayne did, and then just uh, we, Wayne, we love you, buddy. Just <laughs> <laughs> and and if it weren't for Wayne, there would be no Drake. So here we are. I mean, here fucking. Uh, okay, so obviously I'm upset is my least. No, you were right. I just look, I just I just did it in my head when I was talking. You were right. Uh, I'm upset might literally be his worst because I was thinking about I was thinking about, <laughs> no seriously because I was thinking about other songs and they're not as bad. They're ha- he has some really bad moments. Like if you remember that uh, Diamonds Dancing song when he literally spent the last minute of the song ranting in the headphones as if like he wasn't on mic still, as if like he was talking <laughs> to a friend. Oh, she's doing me dirty and ungrateful. Like <laughs> he just started saying like these words or whatever, these very innocuous words. So. He loves he loves blaming women for shit though. Oh, I mean that oh, is one. He does it on here again. Yeah, yeah a lot, a it. lot. That's like he like actually lives by it. It's really it's yeah. A, so I'm like, dude, you're like 32. At what point are you going to stop blaming yes. women for your problems? It's actually very interesting. Yeah, no, you're you are right. It literally might be his worst song because I'm thinking I'm I'm running it back and it's just like this song's bad, but there's a good moment on it. Like I like I hate three or five to my city, but like uh, it's not. As bad as I'm upset, you know. I just think I'm upset is the most. It's just, it's just bizarre. It's just a very bizarre choice. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very. He dropped it after the. He dropped it after the diss, and it was like weird. Like that's the worst thing because literally you saw people going like, "Yeah, here's a here's a picture of Pusha." Meanwhile, Drake's upset, and it's like, and it's just like, (laughs) yeah, why would you do that? I think he dropped that because he's like, "All right, I'm gonna try to you know take the the shine off of Pusha. I'm gonna try to you know." change the narrative a little bit here. I got a song. Maybe people are going to start bumping this song, but the song was trash and all we did was make fun of it. So. Yeah, for, like, for being such a good marketing person, I mean, that's... <laughs> right. Like, you know, if it was way more savvy than he's been, man. Like, you know, he used to be he used to be as savvy as Jay. He just didn't have the chops that Jay has. Right. So, I, right. So, it was... It's been interesting. The past year or two, he's been making these little PR mistakes, PR blimps, and it's just like, hmm... Maybe the wheels are falling off a little bit, but at the same time, he's got a billion streams, so maybe I'm bugging. So yeah, I mean, he did like it. Looks like he bought out fucking Spotify for the week. Like <laughs> every every fucking playlist was had his face on it. Like yeah, so Apple glad we don't have the radio anymore to shove music down our throat. Apple, Apple music is <laughs> Apple, <laughs> Apple music is completely a, a Drake a thon right now. It's Drake thon. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I mean. It's, it's, it's working for him, uh, but you know what? It's gonna be. It's up to. It's up to podcasts like this to take that motherfucker down a peg. Am I right, guys? JJ, I appreciate it, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. We, we get over. We get over a hundred listens an episode now. So, so Drake, your time is coming to an end, buddy. Your your fucking days are numbered, pal. All right. Six, six, six. Okay. So, Ratchet, happy birthday. I just need to say. 
I don't think that the whole song is like completely like I wouldn't throw away the song. I, I know Jason loves that fucking shit. I, with the I liked it. I, I, I like I, that part. I, so so when I first came out, I was like, this was the best song. And, and my boy Kyle, <laughs> Kyle was just like, Jason, what are you saying? And I was yeah, like, I know oh, Kyle. Right. No, Kyle's the man. We love Kyle here. So I was just like, I was like, oh, no, you're right. All right. All right. I'm, I was bugging a little bit. Um, but I still do like it. I still think the beat's pretty hot. It's gonna bump oh, when it's outside. The beat yeah. is hot, but come on, this is the most pandering song on the whole album. Yeah, it's literally, like no, you're gonna play what? it at your girlfriend's birthday. Yeah, like, nice for what? Like, nice for what? Super pandering, in my opinion. Which one? Nice for what? It's actually, ridiculously pandering. I actually think that that is that's a pretty pandering song. But I think that the beat, to me, the beat is just so good and drowns him out so much that I don't. I don't even care that Drake is on that song. That's but <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. So my my least favorites were Ratchet, Happy Birthday, uh, Summer Games. Like I said, I thought it kind of just sounded like a montage. Uh, like he wrote it for like a, a movie about his life, and uh, it didn't really do anything for me. And then I'm upset being the worst. Uh, so what were your guys' favorites? songs on here what were your least favorite and we'll i'll do my final grade after you guys talk about your favorite songs um who's up jj you can go um all right so i it's i think i think it's like i said it starts really strong there's a really strong four song punch i think survival is a good way to open it Nonstop is great it's one of my favorite drake songs um i'm surprised more people aren't talking about it but it could just be a personal thing um Oh yeah, so then God's Plan's number five. So it's really like a five-song punch because God's Plan's great, despite the fact we're sick of it. Um, and then it goes. I'm into, not, I always love it. Yeah, <laughs> and then it goes into his worst song. I'm upset. So yeah, that's um, the eight, worst. Yeah. Eight of ten is again. Yeah, you could skip it. Mob ties is great. Can't take a joke. I think is so good. The chorus on that is so good. I wish I wrote it myself. <laughs> like that, like the way that that bobs when I'm in the studio, and then what does it like the way he bops on that? Like is like, oh, I wish I fucking came up with that flow myself. Like, so that's a, always a good sign. Um, Sandra's Rose is great. Um, talk up. I don't talk up. I have an interesting take on. I think the beat is insanely good. Too good. Yeah, for that's a, a really, song. really good beat. I agree. Yeah, it's DJ Paul. Um, so it's like a three six beat essentially. Oh, um, I didn't know it was by him. That's why. It yeah. Was yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, that's I, why it's I, so I, dark. I because with Drake and Jay on such a banging beat to to let you down like that is yeah it's definitely disappointing. Yeah, I mean I don't think that and and people people are gonna purists are gonna jump on me for this, but look, Jay Z I think is the greatest rapper of all time. Not my favorite rapper, but the greatest of all time. Um, and, I agree with that. And I don't think he's that good on Talk Up. I it's like yeah, I, I mean, feel like it just builds up to nothing. He's also like, 48 years old. He hasn't been that good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, but I think he was great on uh I, he was great on the Carter album, the Carter's oh, album. He was, yeah. We um, talked about that. He sounded really energized yeah, on yeah. that one. Energized, yeah. So I didn't think it was that great. I think I don't know. So I don't really listen to that song that much because it doesn't it's like all build up for nothing. It's like a recent Silver Sun pickups album or something. Um <laughs> I don't know if that's a reference any of you guys appreciate, but I they, haven't listened to them in a while. But yeah, wow, that was a reference. For yeah, sure. well, they they switched over to being like an electro pop band where it would build up, but because they didn't use like uh, uh, distorted guitars anymore, there would be no like orgasm. There would be no crash, and, <laughs> and you know what I mean. It would just build and build and build, and the song would end. Right. Um, okay, I got you. I like synth pop a lot, so I'll have to see if I if I like that. <laughs> they're bad now. Um, 
Is there more I didn't like because the beat was, I found it so distracting. Like something about the beat and the minor keys they use, it's so distracting I couldn't get into it. Um, Peak, I love. I think it's a quintessential Drake song. Summer Games, I think it's good that he did it. I don't listen to it. I skip it when I play the album, but I think it's, I, I like that he did something like that. It's a little bit experimental. Um, Jaded is great. Another quintessential Drake song. Nice for what we talked about. I think Finesse is great. Um, Ratchet ha Happy Birthday. You think birthday. a lot of his album is great. I do. I think, I mean, look, when it, I, when I say great, it's like Drake kind of has a bar set where it's set. And as long as he reaches that, it's, it's pretty good. Your expectations um, are different. <laughs> my expectations are at a certain point for different artists, which is right. why I hated the Kanye album so much. Right. And why this is just, you know, this is pretty good. I'm going to be, li I'll, you know, I'm going to listen to this for a few weeks. You know what I mean? I got you. I, I, um, I completely understand. I, I feel the yeah. same way. And then it, it kind of like, like blue tints. Good. I think in my feelings is great is in my feeling. I don't know if that's how you feel or in my feelings, but Kiki, do you love me? Do you, which one's that? Is that I in like my feelings? It. Yeah. So I, I like it, but it, the whole samples freak me out. Kind of, it's like, they're coming from different directions. It's very weird. It's like yeah. I, he chops the beat up and almost like, like, like a, yeah. yeah, it's like a hip yeah. Yeah, 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 that but I, 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 my notes just say this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, no, I was just no, like, fuck it. You're also apathetic. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm upset, dude. <laughs> yeah, you were you were getting you were getting Drake exhaustion towards the end. Absolutely, but, dude. I literally have on the don't matter to me song. I said Michael Jackson is on here, he is dead, and now I wish I was too. <laughs> I even that thought, was a waste. That was a waste. He also well, wasted Stevie Wonder on Take Care too. That's another thing oh that we didn't God. really talk about. See, there's so much. We we talked for over an hour and we still haven't even touched on everything there's about the album because the album's about. so long. Yeah, but I mean, I but still. Like, I do think yeah, and there's like nothing to really talk about with the Michael Jackson song. It's okay. It's it's, it's a pretty cool moment. You know what I mean? You know, but I don't think I don't necessarily think it's a waste. I don't think that like what did we expect from it? You see that Michael Jackson's on the album. Like, what do you really expect? We know by That's name. That's fair. That's fair. Right? Like, I like, remember Pimp C being on the ASAP album uh, uh, at long last. His verse was great, I felt. That was right. like, well, that's, that's Pimp C. I mean, we're, I don't know if we'd really get oh, blown yeah. away by an old Michael Jackson, like, vocal. Like, we've heard yeah. everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you hear you hear it, and it's there, and you're like, oh, this is cool that he did this. This is kind of a, pa a baller power move. This is a Drake move. You know what I mean? At this level in his career. This it's is pretty great. Yeah, it's an yeah. event. Oh. Those type of big old events that he likes. Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. speaking of Apple Music and streaming and marketing, uh, they added this song to Michael Jackson's essential music on Apple Music, <laughs> which is some bullshit. Actually? <laughs> like, yeah, they added it to the playlist today, which is ridiculous. Try harder, Apple. Try harder. He's, he's been dead for, what, 10 years? Like Drake yeah. just hit two, Billy. Baby. <laughs> oh my god. Getting that, Michael Jackson getting that Drake get getting that Drake bump. <laughs> uh, unknown artist named Michael Jackson. Good on Drake. Yeah, wow. Yeah. He's really putting people on. Little known solo recording artist Michael it says here Jackson. Uh, <laughs> Is he related to Tito? Okay, anyway. <laughs> I am not a part of this conversation. <laughs> I just want to say that. <laughs> am I pronouncing that right, Jackson? Is that, that Jason not... is going to resign from the podcast <laughs> mid, mid episode? That's not my voice. Y'all know how I talk. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, but I think, I mean, 
Yeah. So uh, I, I just think, you know, whatever. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what people expect from Drake at this point. Like, I think if people think the album sucked, their expectations were too high. If they think the album was, was brilliant, you know, you're probably, you're not, you're probably not cool. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think that, yeah, you probably don't listen to a lot of music. If, right. If, yeah. So or, I mean, it's right there. It's right in the pocket of Drake where, you know, I'm, I'm listening to it and it's good. It's better than most shit that probably came out that same day. Okay. Um, you know, I need to ask you this then. One out of ten being trash, five out of ten being average, ten out of ten being pure fire, classic shit. If we go by point fives on this podcast, so okay. blank, or you can you could do a round a nice rounded number out of ten. You know, I hate doing this, but people like it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would give it um probably a seven. A seven out of ten. Okay, I probably give it lower seven. than I thought you were gonna give it. Lower? No, yeah, I, I give it a, I give it a seven. I thought you were gonna give it like eight point five. Nah, it's a strong, it's a strong seven, and that, and you know, that's all things considered. You know what okay, I mean? That's fair. That's, I mean, I think that I think that's a fair rating. I mean, now Jason, your favorite songs, least favorite, and then my favorite song is Blue Tint. And okay. I think my least favorite might be the March Fourteenth. I think I hate it. Just, <clears throat> hold on, you just said I'm upset's his worst song. <laughs> oh, I did say I'm upset. It's his worst song. Well, yeah. objectively, it is. But objectively, but I no, 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 no. Yeah, objectively, I'm upset. It's terrible. But I think March 14th is his attempt to actually make something good, and it's not good at all. I get, I get what exactly what you mean. It sounds like an afterthought. Care. It sounds like an afterthought. Yeah, but, like on also, but like it's also kind of like one of those like soul bearing type of like rap songs that you hear. Like I'm, I'm, you know, what I mean, like a codeine crazy, a hate. You know, Future has right. a song on Peace Mode 2 called Hate the Real Me, and it's it's amazing. It's and, amazing. Yeah. It's so good. But, it, right, or like just like Brothers on the first Peace Mode. But like, I don't want to hear, I, I, I don't care about the um, about the kid situation. He's like, I only met her two times. Two times. Like, uh, whatever. <laughs> like, it's not good. The beat's not really good. He's not really rapping that well on it. You can tell it was made at the last second. It's not, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't care for it. I don't see. I thought it was made beforehand, and that's what, and that's, and, and yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of, I'm kind of giving loss in the timeline of this album. Oh yeah, wait, because that's the song that they, he might have played that song. For he Kanye. played that's that the for song Kanye. he played for Kanye. Yeah, right. right. I don't know if he, he called it that much. for why. Right, he played that for Kanye's team in Wyoming. I forgot. And right. that, so right. did he play it on March 14th, or did he meet the baby on March 14th? That's, that's when he met the baby on March 14th. I think. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, and and because the baby's born in October, mm-hmm. we're gossiping right for now. irony's sake. We are, but yeah. but yeah. It makes, it, it's important to the album. This is, is this is this so, is why I have takes on the beef. I, I want to let Jason finish, but this is why I have takes about yeah. this beef. So okay, so yeah, Blue Tits my favorite. Um, I'm upset's the worst song on the album, but my least favorite is probably March 14th. And okay. then I probably <laughs> for my rating, I probably give it uh. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a six. On a I'll six, give it a six out of ten. Okay. Uh, because things too. Because side B, side B strong. You know, like Blue Tent, um, After Dark, Peak. I like Summer Games. I, side B, side B's got a lot of stuff on it. I'm gonna be bumping. 
I, I think that I said the middle of the album was my favorite part. I really like that run from Sandra's Rose to Peak. Um, overall, I thought that if we're going 5 out of 10 as average, I'm going to give it a 5.5 out of 10. I think that we've heard better Drake. A lot of that is kind of just rehashed on here. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I don't really come to expect a lot from Drake nowadays, but this is the first time that he stopped experimenting with other sounds. He's kind of just, like I said before, I think it's a little bit of a marketing tactic. I think it's a little bit of phoning it in. Uh, so yeah, 5.5 out of 10. It's not the worst album I've heard this year. It's not one of the better ones. Uh, and then we will close it with JJ's take on the push a beat. <laughs> Because I know JJ's been itching to talk about Pusha because he didn't even like Daytona, which is well, a whole another topic. Well, I wouldn't say that. I think there, there, there was a, Daytona was a cultural moment. Like we had, we in order to like fully see the scope of this, we have to remember that like Daytona was Kanye's first release right after he had the public meltdown yeah. and where everybody kind of realized, and I, I, I'm assuming that the three of us are in agreement about this. We realized kind of all at once that Kanye was not a smart person. Like we realized that all these years while we were like hanging on his every word because his beats were so dope and his albums were so good. We kind of <laughs> thought whether we knew it or not, we thought that meant that he was a very brilliant like thinker and philosopher and just man about the world. And he's not. He was very easily duped by like the oldest right wing tricks in the book. Like yep. <clears throat> That's it's true. not some excuse me. <clears throat> it's not some deeper level of thinking he was on than the rest of us. He's very good at this one thing and then he fell into like the dumbest pitfalls that any <laughs> like rich man that doesn't really have any background in anything would fall into. So, I think that the people that are primed and re were primed and ready for Kanye to start dropping albums and didn't care about this stuff and were ready to defend him no matter what at the drop of a hat wanted so badly for everything he released to be brilliant, to shut up all the quote unquote haters <laughs> that everything he released after that point, um, they were going to like anyway. And the Pusha album is a strong album. The Pusha album's good. Um, it's but good. it's, but, <clears throat> but it's not a classic and it's only seven songs. Yeah. So to fuck, up, to fuck up having seven great songs when you're a great artist like Pusha T, we really should have been looking at it more as like, okay, you had seven Kanye beats. You're great. We've been waiting how many years for this album that's got shelved how many times for not being good. Now this is finally what is released. Okay. It kind of picks up by like the Rick Ross verse on like track three or four. And then it's pretty good till the end. Oh, but I like, disagree on that point, but we'll, we'll, I'll let you keep going. The I, think the games, I think the games we play is the best one, but keep going. I think the opening track is the best song, but that's See, another conversation. I didn't, yeah, but yeah, you guys already hashed this up and this is just my, opinion but I, I don't i don't think daytona is as great as everyone says it is yay is terrible yay is a yeah, piece of shit and borderline sucks. dangerous borderline like it's it's the way that it uses his quote-unquote mental illness as as a way to kind of chalk all the hatred he's getting up to oh well you can't hate on me because i'm bipolar which is right. essentially it's what he did it's, it's roseanne like yeah right. it's he did a, he did, it's a cop out like i bet you i literally have a notebook from when i was 13 years old that on the front of it says something to the effect of i love being <laughs> i hate being bipolar it's awesome that is so juvenile <laughs> and stupid like when i saw that i was like Oh, this is going to be a piece of shit. This is so bad. <laughs> like, <clears throat> so, like, and I, so I think that, like, 
the 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 push album kind of got wrapped up in all that Kanye where people needed it to be good and it kind of they felt validated when it was good but it was really kind of lukewarm good what about um, your thoughts on the beef though yeah right so that's that's kind of bringing me to the beef so um uh well yeah like first of all if he heard the song if he knew about Drake's child and knew that that was going to be on scorpion there was no revelation he does he you can't say he wins this fucking battle i mean if if the reason we're giving it to him is because he like fucked dre's whole life up well he really whose life he fucked up was like the child's life because that song was supposed to come out like drake was announcing it to the world on his own he was just taking his time doing it it's his life like push a t just cheated he didn't have a moment to like expose <laughs> this man. He fucking he, he okay, cut a corner. But I but to be honest, what I really think is that that song just really great in general. It doesn't matter that it was a revelation or not. The story of Adonon. I just think, yes, I just think that it's an it's a really strong rap yes, song. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, um, put it, I wouldn't put it in my top five ever because like that's a I mean like no Vaseline takeover. Back, no. back down. Right, right. It, it, me, there's too many. Up. There's too many to right now to even think about. Yeah. But it's a very. It's probably the strongest one of the decade since Freddie Gibbs comes at Jeezy, or since Gucci came at. Uh, uh, well, Jeezy both times. Freddie Gibbs came at Jeezy on Real off of Pinata, and then Gucci came at Jeezy on on Truth. Um, Freddie's in my top ten, by the way. I love, love Freddie. Love I love Freddie. Freddie. I love Freddie yeah. too. So. Um, I just think that the story of Added Hunt is a really great diss song. It's a clean beat. The verses are very energetic. Well, it's, it's a Jay-Z funny. beat. It's a, it is a Jay-Z beat, but Jay-Z well, didn't do the song justice. Although I do think that Jay-Z... Well, I mean, I think, story of, I think Story of OJ is the best song of 444. And it's I do too, but I also don't care that much for that album, I have to be honest. Neither do I. I, 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 mean, mean, I, think, I, think, I think it's I think it's, I think it's pretty... I think it's above average. I'm I glad he made it. It's a yeah. nice statement. But I, I don't. I can't listen to it. Yeah, that, that's kind of how I feel about it. Doesn't it have that much replay value. Yeah, there's only two yeah. songs that I still bump: Marcy and Me and Sawyer Voce. Okay, well, I think that, like as you were saying, I, I think first off, using that beat, uh, using a Jay Z beat to go at Drake in itself is is kind of funny. It's a statement. <laughs> it is a statement. Yeah, and but but the that beat is just so clean. It's so cold that like that that was the move. I mean, I just think, and then the forty line, it, it's it's rough, but it's. Oh. It's so well, rough, but I think my girl, it, my girlfriend heard that line and was like, "Oh my god!" Because I told her the background on it, and she yeah. was like, "That's terrible." And then I was like, "That's how I know it's a good line." But she's right. It got that. Exactly. It got that. That is what rap beef is built around. It's it, not it, built around it, being it's nice. Similar, it's not as it's not as bad because Ice Cube is anti-Semitic, so it's a little different. But right, it's similar yeah. to Ice Cube's Jew bashing on the West Wing. Where yeah, like I mean, it's it, it, the game has come very a very far away. As oh well. yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Ice Cube's my favorite rapper. I'm not. The Jay Z Nas beef was just homophobia. Yeah, <laughs> they, just, they yeah. just called each other gay slurs. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, Ether would be like fucking like, oh my god. I yeah, even, but like, yeah. so yeah, it just it just I. It's not the first time someone went far, and like it was effective. I mean, right. people keep talking about the line, so. I think yeah. Pusha, I think Pusha won because not because it was a revelation or because it was a surprise. I think won because that song is ridiculous. Well, like, I, think I, th I think it's one of the best solo push songs. Like it's now, in, it's in the top ten push solo songs. Is is Drake's disc called Duppy or Doopy? 
Doopy, I think. Uh, yeah, I, okay, I, I thought, thought it was Doopy. Ah, whatever. It doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, I thought it was Doopy too, but I heard Jason called it Duppy earlier, so I thought maybe. My bad. I, 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 I mispronounced that. My fault. I have yeah. no idea. Um, so now I thought that that was like very in the pocket for like Drake to release a diss track like as quickly as he did. And it's like, it sounds very slick. Like the beat to me is dope. You can listen to it better. He flows better than Pusha T. Like, I, I mean, it could just come down to a preference thing, but to me, Pusha, T, Pusha T does <laughs> one thing well. Pusha T has a very like, that's very mechanical what Pusha T does. He does it well. He's maybe the best at the thing that he does that I can't really describe, but he's doing a thing and he does it well. And it's not really like battle rapping another rapper like Drake. So like- I think I, his cadence on that song on the diss track is excellent. I mean, just the, you are hiding a child. Let that boy come That, that line in itself. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Delivery, that, like, so, yeah. It's so clean. The way he delivers that is it's ridiculously tight. I mean, also, he sounds very creepy, eerie on that song. Exactly, to me. as if like, teaching you, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because I, I think that Pusha T over the past five years specifically has had kind of one inflection and one style, and it's completely yeah. different on this song. I know what you're talking about, uh, JJ, but I, yeah. I think that uh, I actually, I'm going to side with Jason here. I think Pusha won the beef, uh, and I think that Drake, not responding is probably more of a, of a statement than anything. I do, honestly, I feel bad for Drake for Drake's well, honest, kid. Honest, I was just nothing. thinking about that. Drake shouldn't even respond. He shouldn't because he 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 sold a bit. He just had a billion streams. Like you don't right. need to be worried about pushing. He it. won he life. Did. Like he. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know what I, mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like I which mean, which is the same thing with the Jay Z Nas situation. Like Jay Z won life after that. You know what I mean? Also, like, but also another thing, like Takeover is better than Ether. As a song, yes. As a yeah, song. Agree, as yeah, a song. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know even I, either though because the record, is, the record the record is way better. Like that beat, that yeah. Jim Morrison sample, oh. that old classic Kanye. Yeah, yeah. it was incredible. Dun, yeah. dun, 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 oh my god! Why he's just yeah, like, it's great. Why oh. he's airing, why he's airing Nas's career out with by doing math. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Nas for ten years. Uh, I could divide. in retrospect, the song in Ether was more lethal. Yeah, but, like it was, it was aggressive, like a yeah. battle rap. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah. Also, Ron Brown's the guy who did uh pop champagne. He started calling himself Ether Boy because he made that beat. <laughs> oh my god, that's so ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I just thought that was a little uh little throw in that I would add in there. But uh, yeah, I think this is a good place uh to end the episode. Uh, I, we I think we're gonna actually make it in under how long Drake's album was. So I think <laughs> just under an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. So, it's nine 41. You sure? I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll <laughs> see. Really quickly. Then we need to add a, uh, we need to add a March 14th to this bitch where uh, one of us reveals that we've had a child. That we've been hiding <laughs> I, and, uh, I, I think I'm good. Uh, well, this I've always thought of this podcast as my child. So oh. Oh, that's nice. True. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, me and Trill are co-parents. JJ Damon, thank you for coming thank on. Thank you, brother. It's, it's, thank you, brother. Man, this was awesome. Guess I'm. I hope that you definitely come back on, maybe for Me that too, Jay Z man. episode. Um, at JJ Demonic on, is your Twitter handle. What yeah. is, do you have any other SoundCloud or anything to plug to our like hundred I mean, listeners? I'm, I'm on. I'm on Spotify. Um, and uh, title all the streaming services. My latest album's called Spirit Cooking. It's it's very. If you listen to this podcast. 
and like this podcast, you will like my last album, Spirit Cooking. There you go. Have, Check it out. Yeah, I have stuff going back years, but I would recommend the latest album, Spirit Cooking. Streams everywhere. And yeah. It, it's under at, JJ Demon, right? JJ Demon, yeah. And uh, at JJ Demonic on Twitter. And yeah, you know. Cool. Whatever. Thanks, man. <laughs> my man. All right. All right. Peace. Peace.